Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, it's a pleasure to come to you this weekend to talk about a topic that's very near and dear to my heart, and that is the art of consultative selling. And before we get into some very deep areas of consultative selling, I figured for this week, what we want to do is to talk about some of the very, very basics of sales. And what's important is that sales happens in everyone's life, whether you're a professional salesperson, uh, whether you're a scientist, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a pastor, you, everyone is always presenting their particular point of view. They're presenting an idea. They're presenting a project. And what's important is that there's some basic fundamental things that one should do when you're trying to put forth an idea, put forth a, a product or a project. And so what we're going to cover today, we're going to cover the basics of fundamental consultative sales. As my dear mentor and my colleague, John Hoffman, would say, selling requires you to be tenacious and to be positively tenacious, not to be uh, annoying tenacious. Uh, because a lot of times people don't realize that ideas or products or projects that they want to get started are at the top of their mind. And all it takes is for that sales professional to make that phone call, to send that email, to send that text, to say, by the way, how is your project going? Have you moved? Have you started yet? And the person goes, I was just thinking about you. I'm glad you contacted me. So what we're going to talk about today over the next 25 minutes, we're going to talk about the best practices. And there's a model that my colleague, mentor, John Hoffman, has about best practices. And there's three, three rules to best practices. First is to understand what is the best practice. Two, to practice the best practice. Three, to get feedback from someone that you trust who can observe you doing the best practice to give you feedback, to give you constructive comments and, and suggestions. So let's talk about the sales call. And the sales call, it's all about understanding someone's needs and then presenting them the features of a product or service that are going to meet those needs and then you're able to talk about the benefits of the features as it addresses the need. Let me say that again. It's all about understanding your customer's needs. And if your product has the features to meet those needs, where the customer can derive benefits. And those benefits come in many different ways. Benefits could be a cost saving. The benefit could be better productivity. The benefit could be a new way to do things more effectively. So when we talk about the very important 
aspects of a great sales call. We talk about there's the opening, there is the probe and listening portion, and then there's the aspect of selling value, and then there's the close. So for those of you who are taking notes, and I hope you are, let me repeat that of the five areas that the four areas that we want to focus on. First is the opening. Then there's the probe and listening section. There's the selling value section. And then there's the close. And typically a lot of people try to make a, a, lot, a big deal about closing, being hard closers. Um, in consultative sales, if we have done our job, the closing is a mere formality. It's not a hard close at all because you've done your homework. You've done your preparation. Because in the sales process, before you get to the sales call, there is the pre-call analysis. And this is where you do your homework in understanding everything about your potential client or customer or prospect that you have. And you understand from, from an outside perspective what are their needs and how can your product, good, or service satisfy those needs. And a lot of folks try to wing it when they go out on a sales call. Well, I truly believe that you have to be prepared. Um, you know, I, I, I read Sun Tzu a lot. And uh, he always talks about it's important that it's important for you to know yourself and to know your, your enemy. And in, in this case, in a professional sense, I say know your customer, um, because if you know yourself, your product, your goods, your service, and you know your, 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 particular, your particular prospect your customer, you will have a greater probability of, of obtaining their business versus really not knowing yourself as far as your skill set or refining your skills and not knowing your customer, what their needs are, you know, what their experiences have been. Uh, if you go in blind, um, you, 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 unfortunately, it's probably not going to go too well. So let's talk about these five areas that we have talked about already. The open, the probe and listen, sell value and close. Now, within the opening, there are five or six areas that you want to make sure you focus on. Number one, a professional greeting. Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter. I represent Gunter Media Group. It's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for meeting with me today. Having a very professional greeting a firm handshake. And then there's the second aspect, which is rapport building. And I would, I would call that small talk. Small talk where you're not jumping to business right away. You're having a few pleasantries. Now, you might recall a few weeks ago, I did a talk on the four personality styles. 
You have the analytical, you have the driver, you have the amiable person, you have the analytical person. And so it's very important for you to understand who you are meeting with so you can get a good read on just how much small talk that they have. And during a rapport building, like you, you might know that someone is a skier. And you might ask them, oh, have you done any skiing this year? Or how how have the slopes been? And then they'll talk about it and a little bit. And then, you know, there's at the point where after they talk for a little bit, you can transition to the third aspect, which is the value statement. And say, Mr. Brown, I want to thank you for your time today. Uh, basically, the objective of my call is to show you how my car product is going to help you to drive better so by the end of this call you have a good sense as to how my product can help improve your business and so by establishing the common ground which is the fourth point is that you want to make sure that you're on an equal footing with your your customer that you that your prospect that they they have your attention you have their attention and as I said, you know, we want to confirm the objective of the meeting. Uh, you want to have a very, very short agenda, two or three points. And also, you want to make sure that you confirm how much time that they have for you. This way, you can manage your presentation accordingly. So let's review that. Let's review. You got the opening. You got rapport building. You have the value statement. You want to establish common ground. You want to confirm your objective. You want to confirm your agenda and your time frame. Now, what's interesting is how that would actually work, you know, in real life. Well, let me give you an example. Let me jump into my character here. Good morning. I'm Darrell Gunter from Gunter Media Group. I want to thank you, Mr. Brown, for your time today. And um, I just want to make sure uh, that we have 30 minutes for the call. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. So my company is a company that delivers on high value to our clientele. We deliver bespoke strategic marketing plans that allow someone, a business, to set this, the framework, the foundation for, for, for business growth. So my objective today is to ensure that you have a full understanding of how Gunter Media Group can help your firm achieve its strategic objectives. I have an agenda that I'd like to review with you, and that agenda is the first thing I want to do is, is to under, better understand what are your challenges and opportunities that you have, I'd like to share with you a little bit about uh, how Gunter Media Group can help you. And last but not least, discuss some next steps. How is that agenda for you? And the person should respond, that agenda is fine, or if they might like to add something, which is also good. And then you want to make sure you ask the question, um, do we still have 30 minutes today for our, our meeting? And they will say yes. And so then you would transition into the probe in listening phase. Now the probe in listening phase also has six areas that you can focus on. One is that you want to ask confirming 
questions. You want confirming questions that you're confirming information that you have obtained through your pre-call analysis. You want to make sure that what you have researched um, as to where you think the company's position is, is correct. And then you want to ask what we call clarifying questions. Clarifying questions are questions that allow you to give them the opportunity to speak further about the challenges or opportunities or wishes and desires that they have for their business. And there's, there's, there's a technique that, that, that we use, and that is to pause after you ask the question. Allow them to ask the question, and then we want you to actively listen to their answer. Now, you might ask, why do I need to actively listen to their answer? And the reason is, is that they might provide some additional information that you might need to further clarify or could tell you more about the opportunity that you have at that particular company. And so you really want to be strategic about your questions. You want to ask questions of a higher level. And what do I mean by a higher level? A higher level question is a question that really has them to think and to give you more information versus a question as, oh, are you currently looking for a consultant? They go, uh, not really, or, or yes. Now, a higher level question would be, so in your current business, what are the current challenges that you're facing that you would want a consultant to assist you in? You see the difference? You see how the first question was yes or no? It's like you're on a witness stand and just give me a yes or no answer. Versus the second question got them to think about what are the things that we're working on to improve our business? And what are the things that we've had discussions about uh, that we want to bring someone in to, to, to help us? And that's what we mean after a clarifying question and then pausing after the, the question. And then the fourth thing is to press for specifics. What do we mean by pressing for specifics? So if I say that, yeah, I'd like to grow my, 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 my sales next year, and I would go, okay, um, uh, is there a particular percentage increase that you want to increase your sales by? Are there particular products that you want to see your sales growth to take place in? Um, or is there, you know, the percentage with the dollar and what, and what products? So this, this gets them to really start to think about what they want to achieve in their business and what are the products that they want to grow their, their sales. And then you always want to paraphrase and empathize. So like what is paraphrase? So let's say I'm the customer and I say, well, you know, last year um, with the snowfall, um, be because our trucks were not operating correctly, we lost out on 20% of our business. So to paraphrase that, oh, Mr. Brown, so if I understand correctly, because your trucks were not operating effectively, that 
that 20% translated into a loss of $500,000 of business for you. And Mr. Brown would go, yes, that's correct. Or to empathize. And empathize is where you're demonstrating an understanding of this situation and you're putting yourself in their shoes. Where a person might say, well, you know, we, we, were, we were on track to have this major agreement and then when our truck broke down, we lost out to a competition. And you would say, wow, I really understand your pain and how that might hurt. What if I could show you a way that you could avoid that situation and not lose that agreement? You have empathized with the customer, and now you've also given them an opportunity to say, I'm all ears. I really want to hear what you have to say about how you can help us to have truck maintenance that will ensure that we can make our deliveries on time. And then, of course, the last part of the probe in listening is to summarize positions. And so here's, here's an example for you. So, Mr. Brown, if, if I understand correctly, one of the reasons why we're talking today is that you're, you are looking for a solution, a maintenance program that's going to ensure that your trucks are up and running so that it can make your deliveries. And Mr. Brown is going to say, that's correct. So on the probe and listening, there's the six, six areas. Number one, confirming questions. Number two, clarifying questions. Number three, to pause after questions. Number four, press for specifics. Number five, to paraphrase and to empathize with your prospect. And number six, to summarize your positions, which reinforces why you're there. Now, let's get into the third section, which is sell value. Now, in this area, again, the six areas are in sell value. Number one, confirm needs. Number two, describe features. Number three, Outline the benefits and the consequences or the consequences. Number four, test for acceptance. Number five, respond to cues. And number six, to reinforce positive responses. I just want to take a break, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership with Darrell Gunter. Today we're talking about consultative sales. We're talking about the, the four steps, the four key areas of conducting a phenomenal sales call. This is something that my colleague John Hoffman and I, we teach here at Seton Hall uh, and undergraduate level BMKT 4627. And uh, we're, 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 we are wrapping up a great class this semester. And we'll be back in the fall with the MBA course for professional selling. So we're talking about sell value confirming needs, describing features, outline benefits and consequences, test for acceptance, respond to cues, reinforce positive responses. Now, let's talk about confirming needs. During the probe and listening section, because of our confirming questions and our clarifying questions, 
um, and are pressing for specifics, we were able to identify, we should have been able to identify at least two to four to five important needs. And so what we want to do is that we want to confirm these needs. So, Mr. Brown, if I understand correctly, it is so important for your delivery business that you have a maintenance program where your trucks are going to be have a, a, an uptime of 100%. He's going to say yes. And so in the second part, after we've confirmed their needs, we want to describe the features of our service. Well, Mr. Brown, let me tell you about GMG maintenance, what we do. We have state-of-the-art equipment, and we have the, the best trained mechanics in the world. Third is that we have regional stations that if one of your trucks should break down, we will be able to get to your person within 30 minutes to get it back on the road. But, as I said, our maintenance program, we believe in maintaining the vehicles to the point where they never break down. And that's a very positive investment. And that is something that you're able to sell to your customers because they know that no matter what the weather, no matter what time of the day, what time of the year, that their goods are going to be delivered. So we describe these features and then we outline the benefits. And the benefit to you, Mr. Brown, is that, number one, you're going to have very happy and delighted customers. And why are they going to be happy and delighted? They're going to be happy and delighted because they're not going to think twice about you delivering their goods. They're not going to worry if there's a snowstorm. They know that your trucks will be able to make it through those roads. And the benefit to you is that you can establish a premium service to your customers because they know it's going to get there, it's going to get there on time, and and that they can count on you. And then we go to the test for acceptance. That's the fourth key point of the sell value. So, Mr. Brown, how does that sound to you? And Mr. Brown's going to say, that sounds great. Is there anything else, Mr. Brown, that I can share with you? He's going to say, no, no, that's good. Now, during this, during, during this whole call, um, not only just in the sell value portion, but throughout the whole call, you got to respond to cues and body language. And that's where it is very, very important for you to really be one-on-one -on -one with your customer with great eye contact, understanding their body language, understanding their, hair, their, their hand motions, understanding their voice inflections. And that's very important to respond to those cues. Because if you see something that appears that they may have a doubt, you might say, Mr. Brown, I just noticed um, that you were writing something down. Is that something uh, that you think is important for us to discuss? And he's going to say, oh, no, I was just making a note to myself. Or he might say, well, you know, I was a little bit concerned about uh, ABC. Maybe you can explain that to me. And then you can, of course, respond to that. And then you want to reinforce positive responses. So when I'm talking to Mr. Brown and I'm, and I'm, and I'm giving him the, the benefits of working with GMG maintenance, 
he's going to say, yeah, it's very important for us to have that. I really like the fact that you have a 30-minute response time. And you could respond, well, Mr. Brown, I'm happy that you're you're happy about the 30 minutes response time. We work very hard to make sure that we have that turnaround time. So anytime that the prospect says something very positive, you want to, to reinforce that. Then we come to the close. We come to the close. And you want to summarize the, the agreement is number one. You want to provide documentation number two. You want to you want to do number three, which is to confirm the implementation plan. Number four, you want to express confidence and appreciation. Again, with the close, you want to summarize the agreement. You want to provide documentation. You want to confirm the implementation plan. And four, you want to express confidence and appreciation. So here's how the close would go. So, Mr. Brown, I really want to thank you for your time today. Based upon our agreement, based upon our discussion, um, I believe you would like to, to try our program on the six-month starter program. Is that correct? He goes, yes. And um, what is, Mr. Brown, what is your procurement process? And then he'll explain the procurement process. And then you say, well, I have this agreement here for your authorization. Um, if, you, if you want to take some time to review it um, and let me know if you have any questions, that would be great. And if you're comfortable, we can move forward now or you could forward it to me via fax. And Mr. Brown will go, you know, I, I really want to move forward with this and I, I want to sign this now. Um, can you discuss the implementation plan and say, Mr. Brown, um, our customer service team will be in touch with you tomorrow. We will go take you, walk you through the whole uh, series of events that we're going to need to have the initial maintenance on your trucks and to get everyone updated with, uh, with our live app that they can use so they can contact us via the mobile app. Um, how does that sound? And Mr. Brown will go, that sounds great. Well, Mr. Brown, I really want to thank you. I'm, v I'm very happy that we're GMG Maintenance is able to do business with, with your firm and that we'll be able to service with you. I want to really you know, thank you so much for your time today. And, and of course, feel free to call me anytime. You can reach me by email, text, um, or, or, or by phone. And I want to thank you for your time today. And Mr. Brown will go, I want to thank you for your time today. You know, folks think that selling is, is easy. It isn't. But it's not rocket science either. It becomes easier when one actually prepares themselves for the sales call. And I, and I also have to say, as John and I, John Hoff and I say to our students, if you want to be in sales, you're in the service business. And so you really need to want to help people. And you only want to sell something to someone if it's really going to help them, if it's really going to benefit their company, if it's really going to improve their business. So just, just to recap real quick before we close out for today, in the sales call, there's four key areas. There is the opening, which has the greeting, the rapport building, the value statement, 
establishing common ground, confirming the objective of the call, and confirming the agenda and the amount of time that they have to meet with you. The second part is the probing and listening, very important. And this is where you're asking confirming questions, you're asking clarifying questions, you're pausing after your questions, you're pressing for specifics, and you're paraphrasing statements that they'll make to reinforce the words that they have said to express their needs. And you want to empathize with them when there's a situation that they have incurred that was not favorable to them. And then you want to summarize your positions. And then, of course, there's this, the third section, which is the cell value. You want to confirm needs. You want to describe features. You want to outline the benefits or the consequences of doing business with your product. You want to test for acceptance. You want to respond to cues. You want to reinforce the positive responses. Last but not least is the close. You want to summarize the agreement. You want to provide documentation. You want to confirm the implementation plan. You want to express confidence and appreciation. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for your time today. If you want to have someone to come in and train your sales team, please do give us a call at 973-454-3475. It's been my pleasure to be your guest today on Leadership with Darrell Gunter. I want to wish you a very great weekend. And I want to wish my good friend Frank Scafidi all the best as he's recovering. Frank, we love you. But most of all, I want you guys to have a great weekend. And remember, leadership begins with you.